You're listening to Errol Parker and Clancy Overall, editors of the Batuta Advocate on Desert Rock FM. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. My name is Errol Parker and welcome back to the Batuta Advocate radio show. With me here in the back room of the Enmore Theatre is Clancy Overell. Hello, hello. Uh, yes, still in Sydney. Um, spent a fair bit of time down south actually with this tour. Um, and today, of all places, we are in the Inner West, the communist enclave. A lot of ironic R.M. Williams boots, I believe. But, um, you know, a lot of people that look like they, they could have spent a bit of time out west. They dress that way. But um, yep. when you talk to them, you soon reveal that they're studying a range of different arts uh, subjects at university. Yep, there's plenty of shit haircuts too, Clancy. Uh, lots of home jobs. But we've made our way up from uh, Sylvania, where we were last week with Becky Lucas and Cameron James. We're backstage here at the Enmore Theatre. Uh, we're about to interview arguably Australia's hottest act at the moment, off the back of their appearance at the Arias, or APRAs was it? Or ACMAs? No, it was, it was Arias, and they won the Album of the Year last year. So 2008. 17, they won Album of the Year. And- yep, and the band that we're about to speak to is is currently ch- chugging their way through, uh, is it five or six nights back-to-back? Six. Yeah, six back-to-back nights, the Enmore Theatre, and by the time you'll be hearing this, they'll be on a jet plane to America, where they're touring for the first half of December, and then they'll go off to their respective corners of the planet and have their Christmas because they're a very international band, as you're about to hear. Yes, deep thinkers as well. Um, that's why we're very excited to land an interview with these guys. It's a gang of yous. Well, they've just walked in through the door here. Here's, uh, yep, we're ready to go. Okay. Well, here we are at the Tudor Advocate Roadshow. We've um, got two more to go. Canberra, Sydney. Currently sitting here backstage at the Enmore Theatre. Um, with some kindred spirits, also on tour, uh, David La Pepe and Chochi Malani. Some some dark kindred spirits, <laughs> Pooh Brown to be exact. <laughs> well, you guys have got two more shows left, don't you? Here, mm-hmm. you've got tonight and tomorrow. Tonight and tomorrow, yeah. So yeah. we did. Um, we did uh, before last night. We've done three shows, two two hours. So we we kind of have one day off in between two three shows, which is yeah. a bit taxing, but not as not as hard as a having to uh, do a Batuta show and uh, whoop whoop. But, yeah. Or, <laughs> you know, working underground in Mount Isa. <laughs> <laughs> I made a joke about Mount Isa the other night, actually. Yeah. My Uncle Chris is a miner there, but I was like talking about our mate David Andrew, and uh, he's from Mount Isa, and it just fucking room went dead. Like, yeah. like it was where, kind of... Where, was it on stage? In Sydney, yeah, it was oh, in Sydney. And then like, <laughs> fucking Mount Isa, where the fuck's that? It was like that kind of thing. But I don't know. So <laughs> no one knew where it was. That's where Pat Raft is from. Yeah. Is Pat Raft in there? I remember his bonds Greg and his yeah. And Greg Norman, I feel yeah. like that was a lot of people's sexual awakening. The, the Great there, White Shark. Shark from Mount Isa. Yeah, yeah. the Great White Shark's from Mount Isa. Oh, wow. Yeah. From Mount Isa Sharks everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. Did he play... Inland Him like sitting in this big fucking mining shaft, like making putts. Come on, Sharky, you got a mate. I yeah, could imagine on. him being kind of like Ben Stiller's character in uh, what's that movie? Zoolander. Zoolander. You reckon? Where like he was meant to be a miner and all he wanted to do was play golf. We'll play golf. <laughs> and they're like embarrassed. Like, I got the black And he's using it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's using a pickaxe as a yeah. pitching wedge. Yeah. <laughs> 
And look, so that's how a star is born, right? Yeah. Um, look, we... Uh, Golf man, pa. Yeah. Golf man. <laughs> Golf man. <laughs> you go from Mount Isa to being in Florida to being Malcolm Turnbull's only contact that could get in, him in touch with Donald Trump. That's how it went down. <laughs> <laughs> so um, speaking of chasing your dreams from a little place called Mount Isa or indeed Inner West Sydney. Inner West Sydney. Yeah. And you? Uh, Northwest, Northwest Sydney. Sydney. But you really, you're from Fiji, though. Fiji, yes. Born, born, right. Suva, no. Uh, Lotoka, right. Lotoka. Yeah. And have you got much family over here? Um, immediate family and and like certain cousins and stuff, but majority of my family. There's a little connection though between uh between Mr. Clancy here and uh, a member of your family though. Oh, that Joey is Lala, the Tasmanian Fijian. <laughs> <laughs> Talks like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Bull of a narca, guys. Um, we were in Kansas City and we saw a guy who full on fucking looked exactly like Joey. And I flipped out and I ran up to him like, dude, you have to see this guy. And I showed it to them. This, I showed a uh, picture of Joey, Chachi's brother-in-law to this dude. And he flipped out. He <laughs> well, like, that is me. Yeah, yeah. he was like, yeah. what it was him for a sec. He's like, it was, was what he, what, was he African-American? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, right. So you got family... Around the country, any Queenslanders? Yeah, uh, my my brother and sister and Joey, who you mm-hmm. know, uh, live live in Brisbane. I got family in Melbourne, and then hopefully I haven't started uh, my own family anywhere else <laughs> <laughs> around the country <laughs> in Kansas City. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very that's a very Melanesian story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a Melanesian joke. Empo- Melanesian and Polynesian joke. Yeah. <laughs> and David, you uh, have a wide, vast family tree. Yeah, of many different looking branches. Yeah, so uh, my mum, my mum, uh, she's the daughter of Holocaust survivors. Um, so yeah, so my um, my opera and mama were Fred and Sabine Gunsberger, and they uh, were born in Vienna, Austria, and they fled the Nazis via Shanghai. So my auntie Rose was born, and then they came to um, Sydney and settled in Western Sydney and Guildford. Um, that's where my uncle Gershon um, and my mum were born. And uh, yeah, so that makes me Jewish on my mum's side. And my dad is Samoan. Right. So. That is my uh, kind of weird heritage thing there. So did you guys, as um, two of the biggest rock stars in Australia, think <laughs> as kids, little Islander kids getting around northwest, inner west, <laughs> that that was a possibility? I think Chachi probably not, because Chachi had a pretty different... Chachi had a really traditional um, Pacific upbringing mm-hmm. in a lot of ways and probably like more associated himself with I like mean, the I, church. I look- Traditional as yeah. fuck. Yeah. I look very uh, like you because you look Fijian, you look Malaysian. I don't. I could pass for I could pass for someone who isn't Polynesian. Definitely, you know, deep, but, deep Greek. Yeah, I could do Greek. <laughs> oh, fucking uh, pasta bol to costa. <laughs> no, 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 um, no, no. I could I could probably pass for a lot of things, but Chach is just black. So I think like the difference in our blackness is pretty significant. Right. And I think because like I guess I always grew up, I grew up in the vicinity of things that seemed like tangible musically. Mm-hmm. You know, but we both grew up in church, so I think we were always given access to music, and we never, yeah. never really. What do you reckon? Like, I never really doubted, but maybe it was completely different to you, for you, obviously, because there's a lot, lot of pressure for you to become like a doctor or a lawyer or some shit, right? Like, yeah, I just um, I felt like something to do with music was undeniable, but if I'm really honest, I just thought it would just be like with church. Yeah. yeah. So the common thread, really, that kind of drew this gang together was uh, the Gang of God. <laughs> dude you honestly like it's not even it's it's absolutely true like we were kind of bound together by this um historical connection to religion and to god and to mm-hmm. the church so i don't think i mean Chachi and i met in sunday school yeah right like hard 
hard out. We that's how we wear the same out. shoes. Yeah, we're wearing the same shoes, and I think like, yeah, and I think but that as well is a pretty Pacific Islander story as well. Yeah. Like yeah. you start playing music in church, you know, and then you kind of either stay in or get out. But like, there's a lot. You're not the only band that met that way, right? Vaughn Soho, Matt Corby came that. A lot even, of half Australian out, Idol came out of the dude, same place. You know? Dude, even, no, it's true, man. Like, yeah. Even outside of Australia, it's crazy how many it, like huge yeah. bands. I was talking about Whitney the other day with yeah. someone with that same yeah. and I was yeah. like, yeah, there's so many people who come out of the church, like Royal Blood, Kings of Leon, and, yeah. and like so many, like even bands that don't identify that way. Mm-hmm. Like there'll be one or two members who are like part of it, yeah. pastors' kids, or like yeah. grew up. Because one of the central components of our upbringing was was praise and worship, wasn't it, Chelsea? Yeah. Like, I like I played drums and keyboard and bass in Little Baptist Church, and then we went to Hillsong, and you know everyone, um, everyone that I knew there was on stage at some point playing music. Or yeah, something. is like it the that, stage yeah. and the instruments and the like and the ready-made crowd that yeah, kind of kick, gives you a kickstart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you feel pro. Yeah, you got to have yeah. little in ears and yeah. stuff. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> you know, have yeah. pedal boards bigger than yeah, and you have like solid rehearsals. Yeah, you have solid rehearsals and you have yeah the pedal board thing. It's just yeah. like we're surrounded by an environment on one hand that that kind of affords us opportunities to fuck up and make mistakes early yeah. on. Um, but I think in a way like. Me and Shotch, when we were like, I was really young when I started like touring and playing. Like, I was 13 years old when I was in yeah. a ba- van with my bass or you know, whatever, playing venues and whatever. Um, we kind of we kind of stepped out of that and started playing in bands and we were quite young anyway. Like, I did this thing, um, called School of Rock, and we used to have like an end of term concert at Manning Bar or Annandale. And that's how I started playing in like indie rock bands and hardcore punk bands. And Shotchy did the same thing, so we kind of took. The, the only male member of an all-girl band. Yeah, that's true. Hell yeah. Well, well, I, no, no, no. But, like, but that gave you a lot of experience in like, learning how to play with people outside of the church context, you know, because yeah. there's less direction yeah. and there's more kind of creative control and you're playing music that you wrote yourself. Yeah. So I mean, Charts have always kind of like tried, but it's not really common for people in our circumstance to do that. Like very few people make it out of, for example, the Polynesian, I'll just say Polynesian, like Pacific community. For Pacific Bible, yeah, it's, yeah, same thing. Um, very few people make it out of that mm. culture anyway, like into and 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 kind of make progress in other avenues in in terms of like the mainstream broader thing. Mm-hmm. Um, let alone people who come out of church. Like it's not you know it's not super common. So so you said that in your speech last year, like it was it was good to be on stage to just prove that you know you didn't have to be an NRL star or an yeah RB. you don't have to be yeah. Mm. I mean, oh, absolutely, or and security guard, or security guard, or, or but the thing is like you don't have to be a fucking doctor or lawyer like. In Fijian culture, like, you know, education and, and like, achievement is really important, you know. Yeah. Probably less so in Samoan and Tongan culture, but in Fijian culture, it's kind of, like, a different thing. Be- being in this band, I guess the journey until recently was, like, pretty hard for me with my family. My family are very, like, supportive and yeah. loving people, but just culturally, that's yeah, what just it the was. Culture, yeah. um, you know, just there's no way other than being a doctor or a lawyer mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe in politics or something, um, yeah. you know, for supplying like a, a good lifestyle for your family. Yeah. Uh, and cause in our culture, it's cause of how it's just been in the past back of the chiefly system back in the day. It's like the better you do as an individual, the more, your greater family relies on you. Yeah. So it yeah. becomes this big pyramid thing. Yeah. And Bring you become up. like the apex sort of, right? Yeah. So yeah. you don't just yeah. end up, you know, providing for your family, but your village or, yeah, you know, yeah. your prov- yeah. province. And so this idea of being a musician and doing that, just like, that's just not something that 
they can grasp yeah. like no Fijian has yeah. ever done that before no but it's Asana. so weird because yeah. Fijian yeah. culture is so musical and yeah. so like the same and, and, or, or Polynesian culture yeah. it's so yeah. strange is that like that's just considered to be um, like a cultural staple rather than something that is like sustaining um, in terms of like yeah. a livelihood that's yeah. more ceremony yeah, yeah. but it's also weird like I, I can't necessarily I don't know how you feel about it but I don't hold like Pacific people responsible entirely for that perception that somehow achievement um, is achievement and like you know that kind of like Im- immediate recognition of a, of a of a high ranking or social ranking occupation is somehow negative because it's kind of like the way that people force their way out of poverty or fight their way out of poverty or it's kind yeah. of the way that I think a lot of Pacific people have learned how to be accepted in their in, as migrants in uh, in places they adopt and so it's understandable. But it's just like it just gets hard for people who like I, I didn't grow up particularly Polynesian at all, despite the fact that my dad's like Samoan. Whereas you know, for people in Chachi's position, it's a lot harder to try and break through the mold. Do you do you know what the backup would have been? I would have been a bricklayer. Yeah, <laughs> fully. <clears throat> I think uh, you would have been a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been. You could be a doctor. I reckon. No, I honestly, th- I reckon. Um, I don't know. I just feel like. Um, being, being friends with Dave, for me, and like the world he opened me up to, not just what he exposed me to musically, um, but just like, I don't know if you guys have gathered this already or just, you know, everyone listening to this podcast, Dave's, Dave's a pretty smart guy. And so um, <laughs> he's not, yeah, he, he wasn't like the run of the mill kind of Islanders. I hate using that term, but like literally he wasn't like any other Islander I met. Mm. And um, I feel like if I had never met Dave, I... Uh, I'd just, I'd be, uh, hey, how you going? So, you know, I'd be, I'd, I'd, I'd talk different. I'd, yeah. I'd be really different. I would never think about things the the way I think now. Yeah. Dave, I remember so much of our like our first years of our yeah. relationship was like you, you loved a lot of stuff about like how I was being Fijian, but yeah. you always challenged some of the stupid, um, the conventional things. Yeah, the, yeah, you know, just the, you know, I was a big pushover. I was a big yes man because that's how you you're still a bit, you're still a bit of a yes yeah, man still a bit, was, yeah, but nowhere near as bad as how yeah, I was yeah. but um you know and you're I think, very you're a very like obliging person like yeah. that's the thing like you, you you always like try to fulfill your responsibilities I yeah. feel like yeah well that's how you just taught in our culture yeah. So yeah. that's the right way to be and I think if I continued that way I still would be in church so I, I myself am not religious at all Whereas anymore. I would probably say I still am in a lot of yeah, ways. Right. So, yeah. And I, I reckon if like we weren't doing this band, I'd I'd be pastor or something. Yeah, right. I reckon I, reckon I was, you know, something to do with church. I was There's still a lot really. about you that's quite pastoral in, in so many ways, though. So I think you retained all the shit about the Christian thing that made sense to you and makes sense to the world. But I think just like all the baggage, you probably like didn't need it. You know, I think that's the case in a lot of people who end up leaving church or leaving religion. Yeah. But like... I didn't leave in a bad. Like, no, no, no. You didn't leave in a bad. I still go sometimes. You're not on Rum Springer. Rum Springer. Rum Springer. So Amish people, um, it's, a, it's their, rite, their rite of passage. Um, so they get given an opportunity oh, to Oh, right. That whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. So they get to shave the neck yeah. beard. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like Amish schoolies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did a society and culture um, for, uh, 
I guess, assignment in uh, Year 11 on Amish people, and it absolutely fucking fascinated me. So the first time I ever drove through Pennsylvania and I saw Amish <laughs> people, I burst into tears because I could not fucking believe it. It was, the most, it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Like, just, I didn't, just I didn't a commuter. It was real until we were no, like, like, it's, 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 it's amazing. Wow. This kind of autonomous, self determined community who've lived yeah. that way for fucking generations, yeah. who, who, you know, who have their own language, their own system of ethics. And, you know, like, I, I don't know much about the inner workings of the college because no one really does unless you're immersed in it, but it's just such a, like, it's a pretty inspiring thing that these people are living you know relatively harmoniously with um yeah. with american society without fully integrating it i mm. think it's kind of fascinating they there's a couple from where you're from north of that wiseman's ferry up there in the in hawkesbury yeah yeah there's a couple Mennonite, families. Mennonite oh wow yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so they're anabaptists so anabaptism is like it's like a chain of dutch reform theology that um I, i'm not entirely sure but stays pretty close to the to the reformation style teachings but they're um um, but I think that it's catered kind of towards that community, mm-hmm. and so I don't know. It's a pretty interesting thing when it makes its way over to like. Remember, we were in um, Tassie and we saw those Mennonites who come down for a conference. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. Does he recommend you books a lot? Like you got to read this, man. Uh, I, bought, I bought you Stockonomics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I read heaps. <laughs> I'm a very literate person. So tell us about the other guys in the band, all from different parts of the world. All immigrants. Yeah. So all you got to. You got a Polishman. We do two in the newsroom. Um, it's so weird how how like one of the greatest jokes I've ever, I've ever heard was I think it was Stuart Lee and he's like, "I'm fucking sick of all these foreigners coming here, taking jobs from our Polish." <laughs> <laughs> and it's sort of it's so weird like like how no, how like Polish people in in a global context would be considered white until you get to the fundamental like the the Aryan perfection I guess or the Eurocentrism. Um, idea like of radicalized right wing nationalist extremists and Polish people are exempt from it somehow. Yeah. It's so bizarre to me. Oh, except in Kyogle, they're pretty wide up there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's Donny. He's um he's the drummer. So his um his he's I think he's first generation Australian. I think his yeah. mum was born here, but his dad his dad's yeah, right. yeah. from Poland and Korean. Uh, yeah, Jung's Korean American. He's actually no, yeah, but he's only he only lived in Korea for like a year. Yeah, he spent most of his life in Chicago. Chicago yeah. Right, right, right. <clears throat> it was a broad church then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a fucking broad church. Yeah, and then, um, Max Max is from New Zealand, but doesn't really constitute as we don't talk about all countries. countries. <laughs> West Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Max is like. I don't know, Max is um, about as Māori as you can get, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Without actually being ethnically Māori. Yeah. yeah. Now, tell us about this tour. Um, you guys, as um, <laughs> Chodji, you're the party boy of the crew, but um, <laughs> even with that, Apparently. even with the um, you know inhibitions, um, you still have managed to do six... Like it's, it's un- we're on tour, okay? So this is unbelievable. We can't fathom it. How yeah. many and more theatres you've done that's yeah. two and a half thousand people downstairs yeah so six um, six of these obviously we had to skip one because I was sick but we've out of the 21 shows we were doing in 30 days or 20 it was a 20 or 21 we've done all wow. except one so yeah it's pretty like pretty and then we're going straight to the US to do um, to run our shows again yeah. the east coast thing yeah how so, many dates in America then uh, like like 12 14 yeah I, I just know we finish on the 16th of December yeah so we start yeah. We start in Nashville and we end in Indianapolis, I think. Yeah. I'm, so I'm, how about Christmas? Well, no, because I'm, I'm doing huh. Christmas in New York. Chachi's coming to visit New York 
But I leave come. just before Christmas and yeah. I fly to Fiji. But he's coming to visit me, which is the important thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, everybody? He's coming to visit me. <laughs> not you. Me. How do, um, okay? how do you get around? He's my fucking friend. <laughs> cunts. How, how do you get from Fiji from New York? Is that a few flights? A couple New, boats. New York, New York to LA. LA to Brisbane, Brisbane to Fiji. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I land just before New Year's. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> right, so um, how has that been on tour? You guys, like, like as, as I said, you kind of, um, you, you for this part of your career, you've kind of pulled back on the rock star stuff as in the after, yeah. the after um, show stuff. That you couldn't have done that any other way, do you reckon? Do you reckon I just, if you no, were I drinking? Just never, well, I've just well, the thing is, like, I've just never done it. Even yeah. when I was drinking yeah. a lot, drinking heavily, um, we're not really that kind of band. I don't really like to do that. It's not because I'm not a social person. I love people, but I don't like those um, those kind of enforced, like, contrived situations where you're kind of feeling pressured into interacting with multiple people, not giving yeah. them the time of day. Mm-hmm. Like. I'm like Chelsea, you're you're an you're a pretty introverted guy, but you tend to work okay in those environments. Whereas I'm really extroverted, but I'm not I'm not like I just don't really like them. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like after 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 playing a show for ninety minutes, after singing, you know, you know, four or five shows a week, kind of thing. Like just rough on the voice. So I've got to be careful with it. But yeah. nothing robs you more personally than like uh, having just not being able to give someone no not ha- having like an adequate conversation or time like you yeah, feel yeah. so unfulfilled like we had we had, we had the best show ever at river stage on the weekend and i walk off and there's just like too many people and like you try to talk to one person they pull you and they're like yeah it's hard and you end up walking away just going why do i feel like shit like yeah, just, yeah, yeah. you know can't invest any time you're you're more prone to social anxiety than i am though like you know what i mean because i really you can put but, your hair over your face and go full Hutchins through the crowd. Well, no, but I didn't. I didn't even do that. Like, I just, I, I love, I love. I could sit and talk with someone for hours, and yeah, like, I'm real yeah. hugging. You know, whereas, you know, like, you are, you are like slightly like more introverted. I would say you're an introvert. Like, despite of it, you're not a shy person, introvert. So you're probably more prone to the anxiety of being around fucking fifty trillion people at an after party or something. You know? yeah. It's, it's kind of a weird thing. Like, I, I feel like all the guys in some way are really, are really good at interacting with human beings on their own level or in their own way but I think in these forced environments or in these very convoluted um, means of having to communicate with people in a high pressure situation where it just seems like it's been structured around a show and it's just you know like there's like a weird kind of unspoken protocol it can become a little bit um, stifling a little bit suffocating Um, but at the same time I just I don't know like not really that interested in the after party thing. I've never done it. I went to um, I've been to a couple of Aries after parties, but I didn't go this yeah. year, and I probably won't ever go again. It's not really my my, my thing. Yeah. It was, uh, Did you go? It's was pretty dark. <laughs> it's very grim. Really? <laughs> really? I'm not going to say anything. But <laughs> no, uh, no comment. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there wasn't just like one hangover from hell where you just like actually fuck this no no I just well I quit drinking because it was destroying my life so yeah, yeah. I've already, I've had a few hangovers from hell but I just think like I don't know like you're not, you're not really a big drinker anymore are you it's not really well even when I do I, yeah. I was like dealing hydrolyte last night I just <laughs> pump hydrolyte and I take care of myself when I'm drinking so I never get hungover yeah, yeah. You, you guys are a lot smarter than the other rock stars. <laughs> but it's, I think the idea is like the perception of what it is to be quote unquote a rock star. Like yeah. I don't think in our wildest dreams we'd never even like 
we would never even um, come close to considering ourselves close to something like that. Like I'm really reticent to even consider ourselves like famous in that regard because it's a fucking, it's a fruitless, pointless, like self-deluding endeavor. Like the whole yeah. idea. So you like put the a TV thing. in a pool. No, fuck no. Because like someone, but someone worked really hard. To, someone, yeah. someone has to work hard to clear that TV out of yeah. it. Yeah. No, and I hate the idea. It's a self-indulgent bullshit, like yeah. undertaking. You know, like the notion of being a rock star. Like, yeah. and it's not helpful to people. It's not helpful to me. Like, my wife, like, isn't interested in being the wife of a rock star. Yeah. So you know, and my dad would be fucking disappointed. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, we're not, we're not even remotely interested in it. It's just a load of shit. Yeah. It's a fucking load of like, and it's culturally promulgated. It used to be. Rock stars with guitars, and now it's rock stars with fucking you know like Papa Molly doing trap. Like it's yeah. the same, it's the same. I keep using the word delusional. It's the same delusional um, idolatry, you know, like, as if we're somehow elevated above the audience that who are who are the only reason we exist. It's a fucking travesty. Well, we've found um, if you if you are into toning it down, we've uh, walking around this area found a plug for some carver down there at the Fiji Spa store. Oh yeah, South King, yeah. it's pretty cool, eh? I like it. I used to buy stuff from there. Carver's good for you. It's pretty overpriced yeah. at that store. Yeah, Carver. You get it for cheaper back home. Oh, <laughs> they dig it out of the fucking ground. Yeah. There's a Carver store in my wife's hometown in Wilmington, North Carolina. There's a Carver really? Store. Yeah. It's good. They're selling Carver yeah. there. Yeah, it's taking off in America. I'm cool with it, man. I think it's mm. good. They, uh, they're wanting to treat uh, anxiety with it. Um, it's an anti-inflammatory, know. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and they found that it's it's great for a bunch of different things. All blacks get into it. They, yeah. they used to yeah. get into it after matches to kind of chill he, out. Apparently, Ruben Wiki is famous for never getting injured because he'd have a bowl of carbon to yeah. himself every night. That's cool. Before? No, every night before he slept. Oh right, yeah. right. It's just um, right. it's just a good it's just a good thing that we grow on the islands, and I think yeah. it's cool that when that now that you know. Um, Palangis have kind of figured that's white people or non Samoans. Yeah. Um, Migloos for yeah, you, yeah. Migloos. No, yeah, just like Gringos for you, Gringos. <laughs> um, now that you white dogs are found, <laughs> you fucking honkies. Um, but yeah, now that people have kind of discovered it, it's cool. And I don't know, it's, it's sort of a weird thing that we're not crying cultural appropriation because, like, it's, it's like Polynesian and Fijian, uh, Polynesian, Melanesian, Micronesian cultures are all really interested in sharing. You know, we yeah. want to share our shit. It is interesting though because it is yeah. something you'd want to kind of um, keep tabs on because realistically, could anyone tell you where marijuana came from apart from maybe Dave? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the crop was cultivated, I think maybe, I might be wrong, but it might have been from the subcontinent. I mean, yeah. yeah, I was just about to yeah. say India. I yeah, think, yeah, I think that's where it probably came from because like we think of Bangladesh. Yeah. It means fields of fields of something or fields oh, of hash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. So I'm, I have a feeling that's what they call it, guns, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that that's where it's from. Oh, I read that in that book you gave me. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot well, of people think it came from Jamaica and/or Northern Rivers region of New South Wales. <laughs> and the thing is, like, like marijuana and uh, like you know, pot and um and um carver are just really different things because, like, we don't use carver in the islands to get high yeah it's, a, that's, it's, that's it's a, you know it's not it's not like i mean you know some people experience something from it but it, it has it has uh you know ceremonial familial religious significance um and people just like the taste and it's just drunk socially it's 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 probably closer to like wine it, it's anything, the you know? no it's uh it does the opposite thing to alcohol yeah so right. it slows yeah. down your oh, that's metabolism. true that's true yeah, so that's it, true. it numbs you yeah so it's literally like taking anesthetic very slowly. Yeah. yeah. And so after a while, you can't feel your mouth or yeah. face. And 
Yeah. So yeah. it's not. Yeah. So like, if people were using carbo to try and get fucked up, I think that's probably like a weird <laughs> way to use it because I don't think it's yeah. not going to work. It's if not you're really going to work too quickly. Yeah. And it's you really pass yeah. out for like. Yeah. 48 hours which is some, something that's sent me videos the last time we went to Fiji of all his family drinking carbo and it's fucking messy it's so good yeah. but um, but it's only messy because it's just it flows freely and it's like but yeah you, you wouldn't you wouldn't use it and abuse it the same way pot. it's kind of a different thing yeah. Yeah. I, uh, my only experience is in a giant plastic Tupperware container down in Annalee so it's um, oh nice different kind of story <laughs> Post match, post match celebrations. Well, um, in in Samoa, we call it ava because we don't really use the K in like yeah. informal speech. But ava ceremonies are really beautiful, actually. Well, here we have a hardware store that sells <laughs> hot dogs and onions. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys? Have you guys been to a funny? I, <laughs> I thought a hot dog. I thought a hot dog had to have like a Frankfurt sausage in it. Um, and it so it's yeah. a sausage roll or a hot it's, dog. It's a sausage in a piece of fucking paper <laughs> <laughs> heavily bleached bread yeah, it's oh, just did you guys just, did you guys see that uh, Bunnings there was that whole thing with the onions yeah, 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 yeah. Onions or some shit. You know, well you now they have to put the onions in first yeah. in the bread because onions were slipping out of sausage rolls when they were putting yeah. them at the top and someone slipped and had an accident yeah call like, the unions yeah no, like, <laughs> this is legit it's like now it's, well like imagine if a person was walking down the street you know like a street that's lined with heaps of the jacaranda tree, you know? and every and every. Where I grew up, the, the street I grew up on was fucking nothing but jacaranda. I used to slip over all yeah. the time. I feel and like, then, yeah. yeah, imagine if some rich bloke went ass up there and says, "All right, no more jacarandas." Yeah. Wouldn't I mean, in Queensland. It, um, tell us uh, just quickly. We've spoken about being high-profile Pacific Islanders musicians in Australia. What's it like in America? Big, big, I mean, I'm not sure about Melanesian, yeah. but big Polynesian population in LA yeah, and Chicago. Yeah, yeah Uso. <laughs> yeah, my Uso, my bro. My bro. Hey, Sole. Sole. How you going, Sole? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, you know Dwayne, my cousin? Bro. Sole. Sole. Yeah, bro. American Samoan, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, what's that like? I, 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 I mean, obviously you've had some uh, instances where you've. I got a, I got a good mate. Um, I got a, uh, I got a few good mates in LA, and they always talk about how like there's a huge Polynesian community in LA, but I've never met anyone like who's actually entrenched in that community. I have a friend in the Oakland area. Her name's Jean. She's a fucking really talented artist, Jean Melisaina. Um Most of the um, most of the Pacific Northwest. Californian ones there's even a pretty big population in North Carolina where my wife's from um, right. most of them are American Samoan yeah right if you're American Samoan you are 40% more likely or 40 times sorry more likely to be in the NFL than any other I guess group of people <coughs> really yeah they call it the football islands yeah, right. yeah so it's a really weird thing how such a small population uh, I think there's only like 60,000 American Samoans in American Samoan maybe 100,000 along the um, yeah. the west coast they contribute to such an enormous like yeah, that's, cultural institution. That's a lot of apexes. Yeah. yeah. Well, think about yeah. it. Like America still has a colonial outpost in American Samoa and and obviously Hawaii. Mm. You know, there's there's a Polynesian island that's like, you know, one of the one of the yeah. 50, fifty states. Yeah. yeah, so. yeah no. so is that how they all get into wrestling? Is it through the NFL? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of them play college football and get you know injured or you know like I mean that's how that's how Dwayne Johnson did it. But you know yeah. a lot of wrestlers like Roman Reigns, Rikishi. Who else? Like a lot of like they've all kind of come from um, a football background, yeah. you know. Oh, nowadays they come from the NRL. Vado, so uh, <laughs> we'll see how he goes. What do they call him? The ghost. We're talking to uh, Tai Tuivasu about um, 
Vido, Vido, Vido. Vido. He said he said he put up. He said he invited them to the club just after he'd signed that contract with WWE, and he wasn't there. He left the table with the you know with the grog there, but it's because his name's the Ghost. That's his the Samoan Ghost. That must be where he got his wrestling name from because he wasn't there. The Ghost. Oh, bro, you can't see me, bro. It's kind of weird, man, because Jordan Mylata as well. He's um he's a South boy, but he's he's like he's not even American Samoan. I think he's I think he's fully Sam he's fully yeah. Samoan. So he's from uh he plays for the Eagles, or he's he's on the fifty two man roster, yeah. fifty three man roster, whatever. For years, it was just Booyah Tribe in the public kind of space, right? Yeah, as well. Yeah. And I think like it's weird because I mean Polynesians in the conversation of blackness have never really been considered like in the same way as you know like a black american was until yeah. Booyah tribe and i think it's interesting because like melanesian polynesians have a similar history of exploitation and, and slavery um uh in the pacific so it's a weird thing when you start to start to look at like the um the prominence of polynesians in america mm. and see how how many cultural and uh socioeconomic similarities there are with like um you know with with the the broader black american population and so I think it's just because we're so small, like, like because Shachi's got Polynesian heritage yeah. as well. He's Tongan. Um, when you consider, you know, the size of our population, but also the size of our contributions to culture, like the most famous actor in the world is a Samoan guy. Um, it's pretty interesting. Best football player in the world was a Samoan guy. Uh, Are you talking about Keanu as the greatest actor in the world? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I watched John Wick two yesterday, and it was fucking amazing. <laughs> I like okay. I I'm real, I'm tragic. I like any movie with with um, with an infallible, unbeatable like protagonist. There's a man with nothing to lose. Yeah, exactly. Man. And he just and everyone's like everyone calls him like yeah. like they give him like weird epithets like he's the personification of death and like you look the devil in the eye and like the main character is the devil. It's fucking a real man on fire. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's about like, to paint his masterpiece. I remember, dude, I remember I remember I remember playing Tomb Raider when I was a kid. I'm like this fucking chick's amazing. You can do literally yeah. everything. Like, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's everything. No, but um, no, but like. When you think, sorry, I'm like hogging this conversation, but it's a, it's just a fascinating thing for me to see how, our relative to our contributions and size, we're not exactly considered to be in the same kind of um, echelon as you know other ethnic minorities in America, predominantly because just our sheer um, lack of numbers. But when you think about the fact that, like I was saying before, there are two colonial outposts, imperialist outposts yeah. that still exist in the Pacific. Like it's you know maybe maybe a conversation about Pacific Islanders in America needs to happen because currently in the census they're considered to be Asian whereas yeah. we're not like really Asian we live in the Pacific you know and Chachi's Chachi's black he doesn't look Asian you know my dad was a dark you know my dad was a black man and so I think in the future maybe more conversations about this are going to start happening not angry aggressive fucking tribalist annoying conversations where people are like comparing the levels of privilege and oppression like that's stupid but maybe things that are a bit more like you know, relative to the experience of individuals within the community. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. where they live. <laughs> exactly, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're all on the West Coast. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Polynesians, you know, and you think about, like, I, I always think about, like, the fact that, you know, 40,000 years ago, we were circumnavigating the Pacific. Mm-hmm. And that's a fascinating thing to me, you know. Like, yeah. You know, and now you're touring America. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I totally hijacked that thing. No, so, no, it's no, so, no, like, the no, answer. Well, just the anthropological implications of what the Pacific means in the broader social context of the world is really fascinating to me still, and I think it's like I think it's like culturally on on a, on a mainstream level. It's, uh, since Moana, it's kind of come to a little bit of like prominence, but it's still like unexplored, untapped territory. And I think it's really fascinating. Yeah, yeah well, it, it was it was kind of like the last part 
of Earth that was discovered by the Europeans. Yeah, exactly. And, and Captain like, Cook, man, he fucking he fucking yeah. through the place. He went right to the Fort very Fortitude end. Valley was the last part of Earth. <laughs> 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 well, there's signs of life down there. Do you guys see? Do you guys? Do you guys? Oh, Kings Cross. Do you guys see that? Um, uh, you guys see that? Uh, who was that American missionary John Chow who yeah, went to this? Yeah. Who went to the North Sentinel Islands in the Andamans and yeah. tried? And he got Captain Cooked. <laughs> he got yeah. fucking Captain Cooked. Sounds like my weekend in Fortitude Valley, man. I have been places, and Fortitude Valley never ceases to surprise me every yeah. time. Yeah. We we had this little um, after party kick on at a bar um, after a River Stage show. Yeah. And when we walked get, out for a s- carded on the machine on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you would tell I, me that to me because that's that, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I, I um I pulled out an old ID which didn't even have my date of birth or anything, and the guy just put it through and looked at me. Just, <laughs> like but we walked out for a smoke. Is I didn't true? I didn't huh? I wasn't there. Was that true? Yeah, it happened. I, I didn't tell you about this, but we walked out and this fight broke out well. out front of the kebab shop. Yeah. This guy started sliding on the swinging, <laughs> swinging at this woman. <laughs> And like he misses, and then they separate, and then they just start throwing kebabs at each other, <laughs> ducking. And this guy got like <laughs> smacked in the face with a kebab, but it looked like he got punched. Yeah, and he like <laughs> fell over. <laughs> and one friend's going over to like, oh, "Are you okay?" And we're like, "This is just a kebab to the face. <laughs> yeah. What was in that kebab?" Yeah, yeah. I'm allergic to garlic. Deadly nut allergy. Fucking Nosferatu's there. <laughs> I'll always remember in the valley one time we saw this thing where this guy was um, having a fight with his partner and she was getting stuck into him with the heels and he was <laughs> and he was just he was just copping it right it's like you know what do you do it's like kind of just chill out a little bit and like he's trying to just like dodge these things like 1960s Fellini movie where it's <laughs> like and he's copping it and he's some, just, some scorned lovers like whipping a guy and she was, he, must, he must have been, been playing like, up and she was getting with the heels and his only response was a kind of bear hugger and then as he's done that, all these Roy boys walked out of a nightclub and kind of looked a bit bad yeah. what he was doing. Like, even though he was like diffusing the situation, he looked like he was like starting some shit. And these guys came up like, don't you ever touch a woman? He got dusted off and we oh, walked yeah, up. There's something nice about that in theory though. At least yeah. they're like, yeah. you know, yeah. these people have come and done. And we, we walked up to him afterwards. We're like, man, we saw the whole <laughs> thing. <laughs> you just got unlucky twice. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So what is um what is in the immediate future? American tour, another album? What's yeah. going on? I don't know. And then live, live, no. live somewhat of a normal life this mm-hmm. next year. Yeah, we haven't been back to so she hasn't been back to London in God knows how long. I spent three weeks in my room this year. Oh right. yeah, it's pretty hectic. Yeah. So it's he's had a hard one. So. Yeah, so Christmas album, something like that. What's going on? Yeah, I think we're gonna I think we're collaborating with Hillsong actually. Yeah. yeah. No, actually we've decided to um Pull the plug on the Christmas album and hold out for Easter. Yeah, that's yeah. a new one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a bit darker. Darker. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could do the uh, an, an Anzac Day one. Oh, you true. <laughs> <laughs> Too controversial. <laughs> 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 like, cool, some fucking no comment. Yeah. 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 Queen's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Here's an idea though. Would you ever do language? <laughs> My my Samoan language is minimal. Like, yeah, right. You know, I can I can kind of navigate my way around when I'm there, but like outside, like I don't. I'm, Pretty terrible. I can never. Christina Aguilera did a Spanish album. I'm not sure if you. Oh, really? Yeah. It's weird because I was about to say, say like I don't think of I don't think a Pacific language thing would do well, but Moana is fucking everywhere, so maybe mm. it might. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Pacific, the next... A Pacific language one could almost be more insulting because like the 
swearing in yeah, um, the culture bit, too. Yeah. And also yeah, there's yeah. like uh, and and also there's so many there's so many languages like Fijian dialects alone. Like there's probably like you said probably like a hundred different dialects down there. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So in Samoan, there's like one. <laughs> yeah. um, we're too lazy to come up with like. A, yeah. Yeah. Uso. 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 Sole. Yeah, Sole. Yeah, my. Uso and Uso. You're like my Polynesian <laughs> brother, bro. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think the next record is probably gonna have some reference to it because of my dad dying. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like. I don't know. It's, I haven't really thought about it. I think we really thought about it. I think it's one of those things where we don't like. We we're not that interested in in, um, in making broad cultural statements mm-hmm. like for the sake of it. So I think anything that we do is going to be like kind of intentional, yeah, and kind of like um, nothing, nothing obvious, yeah, nothing and abrupt like uh, wearing traditional Fijian attire at the mm. NRL Grand Final. Chachi <laughs> <laughs> wore a solo at the NRL Grand Final. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's... And uh, someone wore a Warriors yeah. jersey. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I, think, I think as well, like, I think as well, like, I've never been, I've never been Polynesian enough for the Polynesian community that I was um, surrounded by as a kid or barely surrounded by, like, so I think for me it's kind of a complicated thing. Like, my identity has always been kind of, like, Chachi's always had a really strong sense of Fijianness, whereas my, um, my uh, my Ngana Samoan, my Samoan language is really poor. Um, you know my uh, you know my fast Samoan, my wave Samoan. Uh, I I didn't really grow up with it. So I think for me it's a little bit more complicated. Like, mm. how am I going to integrate this newfound expression of my cultural identity and my connection to my father and my father's people in a way that is not only respectful to the community that I didn't really feel much a part of as a child, but is um, is reverent to my own experience mm. going through it. It's kind of a weird thing. Whereas like Chachi's always had like a real like profound sense of connection to his land and his people and his village and stuff, you know. So Chachi, can you crump like your cousin or your brother in law, sorry? Oh man. <laughs> Cannot come close. My my brother lives with my brother in law and they're they're both great. Yeah, Frank's a good dancer, right? Yeah. yeah. Is that is that a church thing, the crumping? Probably. I think yeah. just dancing in general. Yeah. yeah. I think that's why Justin comes. Fijians Fijians just have like a real sense of um real good sense of rhythm and movement and agility like mm-hmm. it's kind of the just I think yeah. it's a, I think it's like a like just a genetic thing like well know. we all remember Vulcan right yeah gladiators oh the gladiators <laughs> yeah, yeah, Vulcan yeah. Vulcan was sick was, I always thought Jalen Lyle was he a gladiator it was I feel like no I don't know I, I remember this kid that I grew up with used to say his dad was Tower. <laughs> his Aryan dad, yeah. Taipan. Taipan! That was good, yeah. It was a good era of, um, of Australian television. Now, thank you. We better let you get to soundcheck. Yeah. This has been a hell of a potty. We'll be, um, we'll be well and truly out of Sydney by the time this is broadcast. We'll be back in the, the desert. And you guys will probably be on a plane to America. We will be, yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, Chachi. it's been great. Thank Clancy, you, Harold. Cheers, thank God. you very much. Great to put uh, some faces to the name. Yeah, yeah, finally. Yeah, us too. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, there's a whole lot of other people in the band that we couldn't fit in this room. So, um, thank you, Gang of Youths. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that was the Gang of Youths. Uh, well, two of them. Thanks for tuning in, and I'm Clancy Overall. You be kind to each other. And my name is Errol Parker, and once again, never talk to the police without a lawyer present. They're out to get you. They will destroy your life, and keep that in mind. And stay out of the pokies. Thank you. Thank you.